Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Jay joins us now. Good morning, sir. How you doing? I am doing great, guys. I was, the only thing that could make golf worse right now is if we had the NCAA come in and try to help us negotiate something. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you got that right. So explain what has happened this week, the uh, $3 billion investment in the PGA Tour. Explain it to us as if we were six-year-olds. <laughs> it should be good for me because that's about all I know. <laughs> I have been reaching out to so many of my friends to try to get more details and for for the most part, folks like me are pretty much left out in the dark. What's happened is, is we we all know that the Saudis are trying to buy golf, and for the most part, they are doing that. What the PGA Tour did in lieu of jumping straight into bed with the Saudis and using the Saudi money, is they sought some private equity money, and so the PGA Tour signed an agreement this week with um, this group of I think eight billionaires. And, and they've injected, I think, three bill, the number I hear, it's $3 billion into the PGA Tour Enterprises. It's a brand-new for-profit um, arm of the PGA Tour and basically left Yasser and the Saudis out. And so um, there's, there's, I have so many questions, guys. First of all, what are the terms of this money that we just, we just took in? When do we have to pay it back and at, at what rate? And it's $3 billion, and, what, you know, how long? How long is this? Uh, what, what does all that look like? Because I think that's all pretty significant. The other thing I'm wondering is they've done this evaluation of the PGA Tour, and what does that look like, and how did they evaluate it? And, we, you know, my friends and I have some retirement monies that are in there, and did, was that included as part of the evaluation? And is that there's, – there's all these questions, guys. I basically don't have any of the answers. And all I know now is that – um, the, the live golf and these guys are pissed and they're, they've been left out of the party. They're saying the right things publicly, but I know that he's going, there's something's going to, going to happen. And I don't know if live is going to suddenly pay play for $25 million a week for $40 million a week. Uh, and they'll, they'll definitely start ramping up the, the efforts to steal more players. And that just means we're going to do what they did with John Ram. And they're just going to keep throwing $50 million onto the offers until the guys just finally cave. And, and I don't see how this is, I don't see how this is going to help. I, I, I just don't see it. Jay, right. There's just so many questions right now and just so many surprising and moving parts to this. Another surprising part. Are you surprised that Jay Monahan, who has been the tours commissioner since 2017 will still be involved and will now also be the CEO of PGA tour enterprises? Well, he's kind of anointing himself as all that, Brooke. I mean, that's a great question because could you could you imagine? I mean, I don't think the players and and the organization could possibly muster up enough energy right now to to oust him with all the things that are going on. There's it's it's it sounds crazy, but it's almost like he's created such a mess that we can't get. <laughs> And, and that doesn't make sense as the words come out of my mouth, but it's like we can't get rid of him because he's created such a mess. We need we need him to, to help us kind of undo that, some of this stuff. Hey, Jay, how much do you think Tiger has a, a say right now in making sure 
that this happened. This group of billionaires bought a piece of the PGA Tour, which could amount to $3 billion. He's on the Players Board or the Players Advisory Council. But he and, and I'm going to throw Rory in there to make sure that those two uh, were a part of making sure that they didn't go to live and others are trying, they're trying to stop players from going to live. But those two in the role that they had. Oh, Tiger for sure, Danny. I mean, that was that was one of the reasons why Jay's still with us, I think, is because he put, you know, the big cat on to the policy board for as long as he wants. There's, it's an undetermined term for Tiger Woods. So, I mean, they're literally making up rules as they go along. And, I, I mean, what Tiger cares about, guys, is uh, Tiger doesn't care about this money. He's got a ton of money, but money is not a driving force for him. He cares about his legacy. And he cares about his records and all of his body of work are on the line right now. And this, the, 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 he's trying to save off the making all of these things that he's worked so hard for to, to kind of be extinct and, and not be relevant. And I mean, guys, how does Jack Nicholas not get something? How does Tom Watson not get something? How are they choosing 180 players to now suddenly get equity into something that all of these great champions before them helped build and they're going to leave them out. It just, it doesn't make any sense. What does Nick Dunlop get? He's been, he's been a member of this organization for one week, but he won a tournament, you know, so they're going to have, I I mean, there's so many moving parts and so many questions. Um, I've talked to, I don't know, five players that most, mostly my age, a couple of current players and they still have no idea the answer to some of these questions. So this thing is still moving. I I expect, you know, something to come out of Liv. Liv's first tournament starts today down in Mexico. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll kind of have to wait and see. All right, Jay, let's talk a little golf. The Pebble Beach Pro-Am is this week. I'm going to give you the opportunity as a pro to play with one of four NFL quarterbacks in the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. You get the choice of Brady. Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, or Steve Young? Who are you picking? Well, if I want to win the tournament, I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers because I've seen Aaron play, and Aaron can absolutely ball out. He's a, he's a really good player. I don't think he'd be my, my choice as a, as a human. He seems <laughs> uh, kind of out there and, and super strange. But, um, you know, I've had the opportunity to play up there a lot of times, and, guys, you cannot believe how big – these NFL players. The first time I met Dan Marino, I was just a rookie on the PGA Tour. He's a massive guy. And when you watched him play, and every once in a while he'd, he'd stroll outside of the, of the pocket and just get his butt thrown around the football field. And I looked at him, and here's a 240-pound guy that's six foot three and just full of muscle and could barely stand up out there amongst those players. So it, it, it's really awesome to, to, to just be able to – to watch them play, and then they're definitely uh, brought down on a more human level when they take a swing. I remember as a kid, I, I was a huge Dr. J fan, and I got to meet him, so I was kind of secretly stalking him. You know, I was watching him walk around the range and stuff, and poor Dr. J back in the day couldn't hit a golf ball out of my living room. He just could not fit. You know, this is a stud athlete. His, his, his arms were too long. His clubs were probably not right for him, and he just couldn't figure out the swing. So um, I, I would say Aaron Rodgers would be my choice to, um, um, to to win the thing. But I think probably the most interesting and who I'd like to spend the most time with would be TB12 because he, he's got something mentally that I want. He, yeah. he, he, he's, he knows 
he he knows how to how to, how to manage his mind, man. He he really does. And I also wanted to ask you about Del Monte Golf Course out there on the grounds at Pebble Beach. Have you ever played that? They're claiming to be the oldest course west of the Mississippi. I thought we had the oldest course west of the Mississippi here. Uh, they, they say that that one started up in 1897. But what do you know about Del Monte? Yeah, uh, it's 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 old. It's <laughs> old. It's 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 kind of fun. It's it's. Uh, more old school. What I mean by that is that you know you walk off a green and the tee is the next tee is literally you know 15 feet from the green. It's it's um, it's not long as you'd imagine, mm-hmm. but it's in that storied area there at Pebble Beach where all the all the ground is so valuable. You know you get out there and it's a uh, it's it, it's not really relevant in today's game because it's so short. But it's it's a pretty cool place. I did not realize that that's older than Glen Echo, though. Uh, that uh, that's, that's what come out of nowhere. Yeah, I, I was surprised too, and that's at uh, at golf dot com. There's a story about it, and I was surprised by that too. Jay, there's uh, 55 mile an hour winds the other day at Pebble Beach. Uh, the weather is supposed to be nasty this weekend. What do you think that's going to do to the tournament? <laughs> I played there one time. It's insane. Mostly, if if it blows that hard, they'll probably have to stop because the balls literally won't stay on the on the greens. But I have hit um, on the the just to save you some of the dumb stories that I usually bring on the show. The the seventh hole is 98 yards and it plays about five yards downhill, and it's the shortest par three you'll play all year long. And I hit a seven iron there one year and straight into the wind. And I, I, you know, you're sitting here trying to make this decision. My seven iron typically goes about 170, 175 yards. And you're looking down at this thing with no wind. You can literally guys have thrown the ball on the green. You can literally throw it that far and you'd wind up hitting a seven iron. And uh, wow. it's pretty intimidating because all you're seeing is a Pacific ocean, you know, and uh, it's, 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 it's super, super fun. What do you guys have on the show on Sunday? We've got Matt Minder, who is the who runs the Amateur Players Tour, and for all the golfers out there, these guys run 800 tournaments, over 800 tournaments around the country. They've got over 20 in St. Louis this year, and uh, they run it just like a PGA Tour event. It's really cool. We've got Dr. Rick Lehman, who's absolutely fantastic, and we start talking about you know what the modern player is doing to their body with all the speed and power they're using. And then we have Kurt Rowey from the Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association who just does a great job, you know, running events and keeping golf uh, uh, up and going in our area. Sounds great. We're looking forward to it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Jay, have a great weekend. Great show. You guys too.